0: Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled expectations versus reality. We've all seen the memes where there's a perfect picture or a perfect video and then you see reality where there's just chaos behind it or there's chaos that went into creating this perfect image or perfect video. And I want to debunk this and get real with what actually goes on behind the scenes to create that reality not just have the expectation of this perfect image or perfect life so again i'll use my personal examples of how i had to go through the trenches of the reality the work the process to create that perfect image and expectation so please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life Hello and welcome back to the show. I hope everyone's having a great day today. It is near the beginning of August, and actually this morning there's a thunderstorm, so if you hear big loud thunder noises in the back, I apologize for that, but maybe it'll make the show more epic, who knows? Uh, But yeah, I hope everyone's having an amazing summer. Jess and I have been just on the go, always doing activities, gone pretty much every weekend since our wedding and it's been awesome it's been exciting we got in our offer accepted on a Canmore condo so that's really exciting as well and oh there's the thunder (laughs) and uh yeah so it's been busy it's been active last weekend we just got back from a trip from squamish where we visited some really good friends of ours We played in a pickleball tournament, which was awesome. We went hiking, uh, rock climbing, just did a bunch of activities. So it was an amazing weekend and time away. And that brings me to today's episode. Um, Actually, what really highlighted this topic, which is expectation versus reality. We've probably all seen the memes and we've seen on social media, expectations versus reality, you see this perfect picture, um, whether it's perfect in nature or a wedding photo or whatever it may be. And you look at it and you think, wow, that moment is perfect. And which is true. That moment probably was perfect, but it, that's just it. It's just a moment. We don't see the reality of it. What's behind the scenes? What's beside that perfect picture? What happened, what transpired to take place in order for that perfect photo or video to unfold? And the reason why this topic got, came to mind this week was Jess and I got our finished product wedding video from our videographer, and it was literally perfect. Jess and I were watching it in bed before we went to sleep at the beginning of the week, and we both had tears rolling down our cheeks. It was just so beautiful, special, and perfect, and it literally highlighted what that day meant to us. It brought back all the emotions and feelings of what we experienced on that special day. And that day was perfect, and it was perfect to us, but what that video did not show was all the hurdles, the struggles, and pivots we had to make in order for that day to unfold the way it did. And a lot of times, that's what happens. There's this expectation that life should be a certain way, or we view a video or photo and think that that's the expectation. That's what we should have. And I find this concept so interesting because we usually just get a little glimpse of other people's highlight reel on social media and wish that our life was like theirs. Or we see an ad or we see a house that we drive by and we wish we could afford that. We wish that we had that for ourselves. But we've been programmed to not only, or we've been programmed to only see the end result and then we wish we could instantly have it. We wish we had that and were, we're living in turmoil and, and we're wondering, well what's wrong with us? Why don't we have that? Is something wrong with me? I'm not good enough to achieve that and all these negative thoughts might come flooding in. But you know when we see these perfect photos or we see this perfect wedding video or whatever it may be, what's missing from the equation is the hard work, the process, the lessons, and the struggles that were necessary to achieve that end result to achieve that final product, that perfect video, that perfect photo. And, you know, like I said, many times I can leave us feeling down um, or, or, or that we're missing something, that we're missing a part of that equation. So I found myself in this same predicament uh, quite often in, you know, a few years ago before I really started working on myself, before I started diving deeper and learning and ex- exploring my inner self. And I expected, I had those expectations uh, of life that that I should have these perfect results, that I should be wealthy. And I would look around at everyone else who had those things and think to myself, well, gee, what's wrong with me? Or I must be different than them because I don't have those things. I must not be smart enough to get those. I must have something some deficiency that is preventing me from getting those or whatever crazy thoughts just start to flood our mind when we start to get into that kind of comparison trap so i want to highlight two main examples and break them down to hopefully bring some relatability and clarity to this topic so that you can be equipped to eliminate yourself from having the expectations and Bringing those expectations to your reality, making them a reality for you instead of just wishing, instead of just hoping, instead of thinking, well, maybe something's wrong with me because I did feel the same way. I still feel those ways in certain times and I need to uh, get myself out of those thought patterns. So the first example, as I like to allude to many times, is Jess and I's relationship in the earlier days. Now, taking it back to the start of our relationship i thought ah finally you know i found an amazing girlfriend i found an amazing woman um but then once that honeymoon phase of that spark that instant attraction that epic connection that we always feel in a new relationship once that honeymoon phase began to fade away um i was left with <laughs> uh the expectations of what our relationship was supposed to be i had these expectations you know, um, but but what we were experiencing after the honeymoon phase was quite different from those expectations. I had the expectation that, okay, well, we had love. That's all you need to make a relationship work, right? That's That's what you need. That's the foundation. If you have love, you're good to go, right? I had an expectation that, well, we're attracted to one another. Our connection should be great, right? I had the expectation that, we always did fun activities and went on adventures, so we should be happy, right? Well, the reality was we had many arguments. We had a lack of communication. I wasn't able to be vulnerable with her. I couldn't articulate my emotions or how I was feeling. There was a lack of intimacy. We had many frustrations. Well, that's quite the contrast from what our expectations were of how our relationship would be and what our reality actually was. Now I'm just being fully transparent, really real here because I think you know these real messages need to be shared. They're not shared enough. People don't go there, people don't explain what's behind the scenes, but that's life. And I just want to be authentic, I want to be real, I want to share my real journey, what the actual actions, the mindsets, the thought work I had to go through to go from expectation uh, to reality because our expectation was really different from what we were living in our day-to-day life. And you know even though we had most of the foundational layers of what people think a successful relationship must have, we had we had the, love we had we were attracted to one another we were doing fun things we had everything on paper what you're supposed to do to have a great relationship but our reality was so different and we had a huge gap to close between our expectations and our reality so how did we close this gap and how do i believe we need to close this gap for other people well it all starts with awareness and in particular in this example understanding each other's psychology understanding the deeper issues that lie dormant within our partners and what our triggers are and what i didn't realize and what i realize now is that when we're living alone when we're single those issues don't get triggered because nobody's there to trigger them no one's there to bring them to the surface level when i was single it was just easy to coast along live selfishly work every day party on the weekends have fun you know i wasn't my triggers weren't getting challenged my insecurities weren't getting challenged and i had no reason to face them but when we enter a relationship almost always (laughs) we are going to be faced and confronted with all of those dormant issues you know, our our partner is going to bring them up, especially in men. It's usually burying emotions, not being vulnerable, not tapping into that softer feminine energy, which is necessary to have proper communication, to uh, to have that trust and intimacy. You know, a lot of men shy away from that and we're not usually challenged or faced with those issues until we're in a romantic relationship. And that's when you know, our reality becomes distorted and those troubles and turbulence might start to creep in. So for Jess and I, yeah, we had to have a deeper understanding of each other's psychology, why we are the way we are, what happened, what transpired in our past to make us formulate the beliefs that we have, to see through the lens that we see, uh, you know, why, why our values are the way they are. What drives us? What are our motivators? What are we scared of? We had to go deep. We had to go deep into each other's psychology. What happened in our familial relationships with our parents, with our siblings, with our friends? What was our school life like? Like we had to go deep. We had to have these deep and non-judgmental conversations to explore this. And sometimes those are uncomfortable conversations, even talking about past relationships, because that is also going to formulate who we are now you know, what our insecurities are, why we're triggered the way we are, what happened in that past relationship. And a lot of times it's going to be uncomfortable. A lot of times we might feel tight and restricted and not want to hear about the past, what happened, but sometimes to fully understand why we are the way we are, we need to go there. Um, and But the unfortunate thing is having that awareness isn't enough. It wasn't enough for me. You know, once I It almost got more frustrating because once I was aware of what was happening to me, why I was reacting the way I was, why I was triggered the way I was, why I had difficulty expressing and articulating my emotions that didn't, you know, I understood it, sure, but that still wasn't changing our reality. We were still faced with the same reality. We were still faced with the same problems. You know, I had the next stage was I had to use the power of my mind and thought work to make me or to take me to that next level. I had to focus on my journey ahead. And something important to know is the expectations that we have are usually associated with comparison to what other people have. And it's impossible to directly compare yourself or your journey to other people because they had a different upbringing. They had different past relationships. They had different life events that shape and mold their perception of life. They have different habits. They have different personality traits, strengths, weakness. All of them are different than yours and mine because of what their upbringing was, because of their past circumstances. So we need to eliminate ourselves from having the same expectations as somebody else because we are uniquely individual and different than everybody else. So we need to give ourselves some compassion here. I needed to give myself some compassion. I needed to eliminate that heavy comparison as, why don't I have this? Why don't we have that relationship? Those photos look amazing. Why don't we have that life? And I I really had to eliminate myself from that and say, okay, you know, I'm uniquely individual here. I have a unique set of perceptional lens that I am seeing the world through. I need to focus on my journey, what's going on in me internally, and work through that because that is a unique journey. So the next step, I had to see myself as a new version of myself before I actually became it. So now I had the awareness of all the stuff I didn't want to be, (laughs) all the stuff I wanted to work on, and now I had to visually see who I wanted to become. Who was going to help me close that gap from expectation to reality? Who I needed to be. Then I needed to live in alignment to that vision and version of myself enough times until I became that new version more closely associated to the expectation that I had. Meanwhile, Jess also had to do the same thing with her unique characteristics, personalities, habits, triggers that were causing conflict in our relationship. So relationship work isn't always necessarily doing it together, but many times doing our own internal work, showing up, working through our own traumas, working through our own problems to come to that playing level where now we can face it together. Okay, we've we've equipped ourselves. We worked through some of that sludgy trauma and baggage, and uh, <laughs> you know difficulties that we've experienced and that we're faced with based on our past. We need to work through that. We need to take ownership for that shit, and and, and do our own work to come to the median playing surface where now we can come together and work to build a stronger relationship. So it's always going to be that work that will bridge the gap from your expectation to reality. And if you need help to bridge this gap, coaching and mentoring is an amazing resource and tool. I'm someone who has closed this gap in many areas of my life. And I have wisdom behind closing that gap. That's not to say I'm perfect. That's not to say I'm closing other gaps of expectation to reality right now, currently in my life. But I am someone who has that wisdom, that knowledge. I'm equipped with the tools and mindsets and I know what it takes to go from here to there. And I would love to facilitate and be that resource and tool in your life if you're looking to bridge that gap. So, That was a major one in my life was the relationship aspect. And it took a lot of work. It took a lot of personal work, a lot of mindset work, a lot of envisioning who I needed to become. And not only that, but I needed to come from a place of my goal, come from a place of who I needed to be. It wasn't I do a bunch of things and then I magically Oh, there we go. I'm a new person. I needed to be so clear on who I needed to be, who I needed to become to, to bridge that gap from expectation to reality and then live from that place. I was like, okay, I need to be a lot more vulnerable with my emotions. I need to articulate my emotions. I need to tell Jess how I'm feeling. I need to tell her why I'm triggered in this moment. I need to live and do this every single day for this to become the new me, for me to become this new person. And it doesn't just magically happen and you do a bunch of stuff behind the scenes and then boom, you you pop out as this new individual. But you instead you need to live every single day from this new place. You need to put your awareness into action okay, I'm aware that I need to articulate my emotions. I'm aware I need to be more vulnerable. I'm aware I need to show more emotion. I'm aware that we need to have these deep talks on a regular basis. I'm aware I need to support Jess. Now with this awareness, I need to still take that action every single day, repeatedly, day after day, until that becomes me, until that becomes the new normal. And again, there's tools and tactics, whether it's journaling, meditation for you to play in the playing field of do this in your mind, envision yourself doing this. And then it makes it more comfortable, more easy for you to bring it to the game time situation in real time in life when you're confronted with your partner and actually have to do this in real life. So there's many tools, there's many tactics, there's thought work, there's processes, there's ways to talk this out. And that's why coaching is so important and can be so helpful because that's an area to facilitate this you know, build and discover this awareness, gain the clarity you need to do you need to gain and then formulate some action steps and have somebody who's going to hold you accountable to doing all of this. So that was the first one which was the probably the biggest gap that I needed to close from well, I, we have all these expectations and we're living way down here in our reality and there was a huge gap to close and I'm extremely proud and of of the journey and of that gap that Jess and I both worked so hard to close. Now, I'm not saying that we're perfect and, oh, the gap is closed. We're we're living our expectation. We got a perfect life. It's far from that. That's far from the truth. But I am very proud of how far we've come and all the work we've done to build this amazing relationship that we have. So, the second one example that I want to that I want to go over here is finances and money, because that was a big one too. That was a big focal point in my life and still is really. Um, but that that's where there was a huge gap between my expectation and reality. You know, I had the expectation. That, okay, to make more money, to make 10 times more money, I would have to work 10 times harder at something. I'd have to put 10 times more time and effort into something. But the reality was I needed to look at money in new ways and think outside from the societal norm and my old beliefs of how to make money. You know, I always wanted and expected to be a wealthy person. I just had no idea how to do that. I had no idea how to bridge that gap from expectation to reality. I never took the time to understand what money meant to me. I just wanted it because it was always a problem in our family growing up. And I didn't want that same problem in my family um, when I one day had kids. And yeah, so. A common expectation that people have, as well as that I had, was money will solve all problems. <laughs> but the reality, and as I gain more fine, you know, gain more wealth and our net worth starts to grow, the reality that I'm faced with is money, you know, might actually bring a new layer of problems and challenges. We I had an expectation that it's it's easy to become wealthy and just buy my course and boom, you'll be rich. We see now with marketing as crazy as it is, we go online, we see this, we're just faced with all these marketing, buy my course, do this and you will be rich. 10 steps to being rich, 10 steps to being wealthy. And you have this, like, this is when I started looking into it and I was just faced with all these ads, do this and you'll be rich, do this and you'll be a millionaire. And it was just overwhelming. And it was like, You have this expectation that, oh, just buy this course and you'll become rich. But the reality that I uncovered was you will probably need to first change your beliefs and paradigms around money before even starting the process of accumulating more money than you have previously. And then still, you'll probably have to work hard once you've acquired that new knowledge once you've changed your beliefs so i want to just debunk this expectation that it's going to be so easy if you buy someone's course and sell products on amazon or be this affiliated marketer and you'll be rich i want to debunk that a little bit because i think it's a bit corny and cheesy i'm sure that's probably worked for a handful of people but the reality is you're probably going to need to change some beliefs, some paradigms around how you view money. And then you'll still have to put in a lot of work and energy to fit, you know, around those new beliefs to make that a reality. And for me, I had to change my narratives around money. Like I mentioned, growing up within my family, there was a negative energy behind, it, behind money. And we were living with a scarcity mindset towards money. I had to shift that energy and believe that money is an amazing tool. It can provide a level of freedom. Freedom. It, it, it can provide options, flexibility to do more things. Money is good. Money can be abundant. That was some internal work that I had to do to shift that negative narrative that I grew up within around money. And I also had to change some paradigms such as You can't save your way to money or to to become wealthy. I thought you just had to save a ton of money and that's how you become rich. That's how you become wealthy. But the paradigm I had to change was, no, in fact, you need to invest your money. Don't save it. Spend it to invest it. I had to change a paradigm that, hey, and understand that scared money won't make money. I thought, Money was for safety, money was for security. But in reality, my new paradigm is scared money won't make money, meaning you're going to need to take risks along the way. Calculated risk, do your due diligence, do research. but there's going to need to be risks associated to becoming wealthy. And also I needed to educate myself around finances and not the education that you learn in school. you know, go to university. Get a degree, get a job, save for your whole life, and then retire. That does not, you know, studying extremely wealthy people, that is not what they do. That is the farthest thing from what they do, but instead making money work for you while you're not working, invest it, take calculated risks. Um, You know, there's so many different new beliefs that I carry and paradigms that I have behind money that I had to shift. So that was step one. And I'm just trying to debunk that expectation versus reality. People just expect that, oh, I was told to get a job and save, and that's how I become rich, or that's how I become wealthy. But the expectation versus reality, I want to debunk that. And, you know, there's there's other things that are going to need to happen. You don't just hope and wish that you're going to acquire something. There's a process to go through to actually fulfill that. And I'm actively seeing it over the past few years. My wealth... And Jess and I's wealth and finances have accelerated at an exponential rate from changing these paradigms and beliefs and taking action aligned with them. So again, this is a different topic than the relationship one or different concept, but it's the same formula to bridge the gap from that, okay, I have this expectation and what reality is. And how do you bridge that gap? Again, awareness. What's actually going on here? Dig deep into your psychology, your belief systems, your paradigms. What's actually happening here? How do I view money? And then accumulate the knowledge and learn and use the power of your mind. And this is what I had to do. I'm not just preaching here. I'm just saying this is what I did and it worked based on that knowledge and what I learned. And then I use the power of my mind and the thought work to change those beliefs and paradigms to, so I could take aligned action to that new knowledge in order to change those beliefs, to change those paradigms. Every morning in my meditations, I think about being abundantly wealthy. I see it. I feel it. I can envision myself living as this wealthy person. Uh, And there have been drastic changes, like I said, in Jess and I's finances. And this isn't just because I close my eyes and meditate every morning. Again, there's the work behind it, but it's a powerful tool that uh, can help change how we view, how we currently view something. So, and again, just to get in specifics, for me, the new action involved taking calculated risks, investing my money so it works for me while I'm not physically working. Uh, before learning any of that, I didn't know that. I thought I just had to work harder. And again, it's the work, not necessarily physical work, but the work of learning, the work of changing beliefs, the work of thought work and envisioning that will ultimately bridge that gap from our expectation to reality. So again, I just want to mention and put myself out there for the fact that coaching and mentoring is such a powerful tool to bridge this gap. And if you wanna bridge your gap from your reality to your expectations and you're feeling called to take new action and these words and these podcasts resonate with you, I would love to help. I would love to at least connect. So feel free to check out my resources, You know, continue to listen to the podcast, check out my website at joelmahe.ca, check me out on Instagram, Just searching Joel Mahe on Facebook, Joel Mahe. Send me an email to coaching at joelmahe.ca. Whatever it is, if my messages resonate with you, I would love to connect. Uh, I hope that you take action, whether it's with me, whether it's on your own, but that you can bridge that gap. (laughs) To bring your vision, to bring that expectation into a reality. Let's not get fooled by that comparison trap. But uh, bring your expectations to reality. I'd love for you to fulfill that. So I want to leave you with some closing words. Don't get consumed by other people's highlight reel. You have your own journey to focus on. Is there a big gap from your reality to where you want to be? Probably. But everyone has that gap. Understand that everyone's going through the same thing. They might be at different levels, but everyone has that gap to close. They might not be showing it. People like to only show what they've achieved. But it's time to be real with yourself. Look deeper to understand what might be holding you back with the proper awareness You can implement the necessary mental work to formulate new beliefs, habits, and paradigms to support the new version of yourself that is necessary to bring your expectations to life. And in doing all of this, you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day.